This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fit the Mission. Governor Gavin Newsom has unveiled his budget proposal. He laid out his top priorities, or what he calls existential threats facing the state. They include issues that are top of mind for many California residents, from confronting homelessness. Now, I'm not naive. I see exactly what you see, and that's the need to do more and better, because we still have tens of thousands of others struggling and suffering. To public safety, especially as violent burglaries and retail thefts have made headlines in the Bay Area. It's wrong and you need to be held to account. And we have to hold people accountable for breaking the law in these organized ways and threatening not just um, uh, not just these businesses and our business community, but threatening our sense of Safety. And thanks to a budget surplus, California has a lot of money to tackle these crises. $286.4 billion to be exact. Chronicle State Capitol reporter Dustin Gardner is here to give us the nuts and bolts of how Newsom is planning to spend those dollars. Also here is senior political writer Joe Garofoli, who is host of the podcast It's All Political, which is joining Fifth Emission this month. He's going to chat about what Newsom's proposal says about the governor's leadership in the last year of his first term, especially after handily defeating a recall attempt. Dustin and Joe, thanks for being here. Dustin, let's start with you. Give us a quick lowdown of what was in Newsom's budget proposal. What are his top priorities? Yeah, so the state, once again, has another major windfall. We're talking about a $46 billion budget surplus. This comes after a roughly $80 billion budget surplus last year. Um, so it's a pretty big news. Um and the governor is really kind of taking aim at all all the big crises that the state's facing, or most of them anyway. And his his team identified five um, areas that they're calling existential threats to the state that they want to focus on. And those big ones are the COVID pandemic, homelessness, climate change, wealth inequality, and public safety. So really, he's just kind of going across the board, trying to hit all the big things that Californians are concerned about. And, you know, I think what was surprising is he he really hit on all these big areas of concern for Californians, but he teased a couple of areas dealing with homelessness and then didn't really give very many details about it. He talked about wanting to lean into conservatorships and then also wanting to do more to clear out um, tent encampments on sidewalks. And then he didn't really give a whole lot of details on that. So I think that was probably the biggest surprise for me walking away. And Joe Garofoli, this is the last year of Governor Newsom's first term in office. He's expected to run for re-election in the midterms. What do you think Newsom's budget proposal says about his leadership now? Well, uh, first of all, at this point, the governor faces uh, no challenge. I mean, there's really no name Republican who is announced for governor, and, and the clock is ticking, as we've talked about before uh, here on Fifth Admission. One thing Newsom's always been good at is is reading the room, reading the zeitgeist. And as Dustin uh, alluded to, uh, two major priorities he talked about were things that 
uh, many Californians are talking about right now, crime and homelessness. By my count, he said the mentioned the word encampments about a dozen times. And he said mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's going to put $500 million specifically to clean up in, encampments. Now, I talked to some homeless advocates and they're like, well, that's great to talk about. Uh, actually, it's not great to talk about because when you, when you clear out uh, homeless encampments, you not really, we don't have places to, for the homeless folks to live full-time uh, uh, or even part-time housing for them. He talked about uh, a crime and he talked about uh, uh, the uh, organized retail theft task force, uh, which he announced in December. I think uh, Dustin wrote about it then, but that's another issue that many Californians uh, are, are concerned about. And he's got six million in the budget uh, uh, for this year, uh, for a total of fifteen million annually, for the CHP to expand and make uh, permanent uh, this uh, retail theft task force. So he's tackling a lot of the things that California residents are talking a lot about and are very concerned with. Let's zero in on one of the priorities, homelessness crisis. Dustin, we already know that state has done record spending on this issue in the current budget. You know, how is Newsom's strategy differing from previous years? Last year, the governor set aside this record $12 billion amount for, for homelessness, which is really a huge amount. And this year, he's adding $2 billion more to it. But the focus is a little bit different. Um, last year, there was a lot of emphasis on converting hotel rooms into housing for the homeless. This time around, he's focusing a lot more on providing housing for the mentally ill. And then along with that, he's including $500 million to clear out tent encampments. And that that's kind of an, a different shift for the governor because, you know, really, usually Democrats, when they're talking about homelessness, clearing out 10 encampments, that sort of rhetoric, that that isn't, you know, the strong point for them. That's been a lot of what Republicans have said. And, you know, Newsom was asked about this at the press conference of, you know, are you are you doing this because uh, during the recall, some of your Republican opponents, you know, brought up some of these complaints. And actually, our former colleague, Alexei Kosif, brought up that question and sort of pressed the governor, um, you know, on, on that idea. Was he doing this because Republicans have been hammering him so hard? And the governor down, downplayed that, of course. Um, but it does seem like there has been a shift in the rhetoric and that he is a lot more concerned about just sort of the visibility of homelessness. And that, to me, that seemed to be the biggest shift. He also threw some shade on uh, <laughs> Jerry Brown. Uh, he said, this is the first time that we've ever uh, had a plan uh, to deal with homelessness, a long-term plan to, to deal with all this stuff. He, he, he softened it. He said, well, you know, Governor Brown had some things. But he has uh, said this in the past. He said, this is the first time we've had to use a new some more intentionality about the homelessness uh, issue and uh, and he, you know he's he, and he's also said what was the phrase that you kept using uh, Dustin I'm not California's mayor yeah 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 and he yeah, really he's sort of deflecting there saying that like a lot of these issues are local issues and that mayors are the ones that have the right to you know create what are called right to shelter laws where basically if if there's an adequate amount of housing then a city can forcibly clear out encampments and you know and make, basically make it illegal for someone to be camping out on the street and he's saying that a lot of cities just haven't got got gone as aggressive as they could have on the issue and, and Joe, I want to talk a little bit more about this surplus. California will again have quite a sizable budget surplus heading into the new fiscal year. The state has been able to climb out of a deficit in the last decade. Can you tell us more about 
where this money is coming from and explain what opportunities it presents to Newsom in the state. Well, the California has a progressive uh, income tax structure. So the more you make, the, the more you pay. And for many uh, uh, California one percenters, much of their income comes from stocks and compensation that uh, comes from a thriving stock market. So when the market does well, rich people do well, which in uh, at least in California means they pay more taxes and the state has more revenue. So uh, that the last couple of years, uh, I think Dustin said at the, at the top of the, the podcast, we, you know, at one point we had, you know, projected to have a huge deficit. And then all of a sudden the, the, we got, we saw the projections from the stock market revenue and, and how much people would be paying. And then we had a huge surplus and we've seen this over the last few years in California. So the, the better the market does, uh, the way our tax structure is, uh, is uh, structured right now, the better it is for the state. And then how is Newsom thinking about a surplus in the next fiscal year compared to the year prior? Newsom was asked on Monday, hey, are we going to see possibly another Golden State stimulus? Um, mm-hmm. And he said, you know, we're, we're thinking about all kinds of things. And, and that is a, a possibility that we that uh, folks who who make, I believe, was under seventy five thousand dollars got uh, uh, six hundred bucks uh, from the uh, state. One interesting thing to add to that, too, is that last year, you know, the governor led with this idea that most Californians were going to get these $600 golden stimulus payments. But today he said it could be a possibility, but he wasn't really going to broach the topic until he comes back with his revised budget in May. So that was an interesting distinction. And he he used that to sort of sag into a different form of uh, immediate relief that some Californians might be getting um, or will be getting if his budget goes through, and that is um, a gas tax holiday. The state's gas tax is set to go up in July, and he's talking about freezing that um, inflationary increase in the gas tax. So no $600 payments, but some a little bit of relief that he's talking about. More with Dustin Gardner and Joe Garofoli after a quick break. What's Newsom's budget plan for continued COVID support and his plan for climate change? We'll talk more about that. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Well, speaking of relief, what has Newsom said about COVID uh, support. You know, we're in the middle of this Omicron surge. Once again, our hospitals are getting overwhelmed. There's a shortage in testing resources. Businesses are taking yet another hit. What kind of support has the governor indicated will be offered to residents as, you know, there may be more surges in the future, of course? Yeah. So this budget calls for $2.7 billion in COVID relief. And that, that really spans everything from support for hospitals to more testing kits. The state is sending millions of testing kits to schools. 
Um, and it also includes money to fight misinformation. There's uh, the, an interest at the state to invest in public information campaigns to do more to combat some of the misinformation about vaccines and the virus in general. And within that $2.7 billion, the governor's asking the legislature to approve $1.4 million of it right away. So some of that relief gets out of the door in the near term here. And what has Newsom indicated about the other existential threat that our state is facing, climate change? Yeah, so there's a big pot of money in this budget for wildfire prevention. Um, We're talking about $1.2 billion to um, spend spend more money on clearing brush, doing prescribed burns, doing things to help thin forests that are dangerously overgrown. Um, And then alongside that, there's about $650 million for CAL FIRE to increase staffing, to buy more helicopters, bulldozers, fire engines. So a lot of the climate money is going into wildfires, but there's also a, a huge portion that's set aside for other climate goals. I think there's about 900 million that is specifically set aside for building electrification. And this is pro- programs to get new buildings and old buildings um, retrofitted so they're not relying on natural gas and that people have electric stoves and water heaters and all those things just to really you know, make sure the state is moving away from a fossil fuel infrastructure. That was the other probably really big climate announcement that came out. And this is a there's a political component to that too. Uh, there's a sizable portion of the Democratic base in California that that is really concerned about uh, climate change, and that's that's a, a get out to vote and get energized issue. And he's taken some heat for not doing uh, as much as he could uh, on this. So he he probably said the word, and I probably should have counted this, uh, the word unprecedented a number of times when he was talking mm-hmm. about the the states. Uh, his proposed climate, uh, uh, how much he wants to spend on, on climate type things, along with uh, you know electric vehicle charging stations and 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 uh, electrifying uh, 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 school buses and things like that. Is Newsom using you know this last year of his term to try out any new strategies that you both are seeing? You know, like Joe, you mentioned he doesn't face any prominent Republican challengers at this moment. Does his budget indicate that he's going to be a little more bold in in his in his vision for the next year? I think the boldness would would come from the dollar amount uh, than uh, than more than anything there. I think there's always you mm-hmm. know California. Uh, you know, you you may see something. He 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 was asked several times about uh, their you know single payer health plan is going to be coming before the legislature again. He was asked if he supported that, and he said, "Well, it depends what form it takes. Is it going to be the t- Taiwanese model? Is it going to be the Canadian model? It depends what it is." Now, remember, Gavin Newsom when he ran for uh, governor in, in twenty eighteen. Uh, he said, you know, uh, this is a huge priority for me, single-payer health plan, and it helped him get the endorsement of uh, of, of the California nurses, which is a very powerful and vocal union. Uh, so that you may see him, uh, we'll, we'll see what form it does take uh, in the legislature, what the price tag is on that. Uh, there's also a, a task force on single-payer that's, that's coming out with a report uh, the next uh, several weeks, I believe, a couple of months. So that might be the innovation aspect. Dustin, what's been the response so far from state lawmakers? What's being said on both sides of the aisle in, in response to Newsom's budget proposal? 
Yeah, it's was funny. Um, Some of the Republicans in the Senate, their response was they they're saying that he's taking some of their ideas and giving Democrats credit for them. And they're specifically talking about like the gas tax holiday and investing more money in wildfire prevention by thinning the forests. Um, So that that was kind of the interesting response from Republicans. Democrats, you know, we're we're uh, we're supportive of the broad strokes of the budget, but I think there's a couple of areas where it's pretty clear from the get go that Democrats are at least especially the progressive Democrats are going to want more. And one of those big areas, I think, is single payer. He wants to expand Medi-Cal, the state's healthcare system for the poor. He wants to expand mm-hmm. that to all undocumented people. Last year, the state expanded it to undocumented senior, seniors. Now he wants to do it for everyone. And that's a pretty big price tag. That's about $2.7 billion annually every year going forward. So, you know, a lot of progress on some of these things that are progressive goals. But again, the progressive base in the legislature, they're wanting more on single payer. And I think, and again, going back to the homelessness issues, I think the, the more the rub he'll have with this budget is with the progressives who who are concerned about clearing out encampments and doing things that might be seen as a little little less um, gentle and a little more aggressive in terms of fighting homelessness. Newsom's budget proposal is only a blueprint of sorts. Is that right? Dustin, remind us what will happen next in the budgetary process. So, so this really is the start of the process. Um, the second week of January every year, the governor puts out this this budget, um, and then he comes out with a second budget, a revised budget in May, and that that really is the nitty gritty that legislators are are going to negotiate with him on, and that's when the state has updated you know forecasts of its revenues and everything for the next year. And so this is really just kind of getting the conversation going about what the governor's priorities are. And then we'll and then we'll you know come back in May and they'll have that more detailed plan and then there's a, a month long sprint until June 15th when legislators have a deadline to pass the budget and if legislators don't pass it by then then they have to give up their paychecks and so they have a, a strong incentive to do so um, but but again I think this this really is just starting the conversation and setting the priorities. Joe Dustin these are big numbers to think about thank you for breaking it down for me I appreciate it. Thank you. All right thanks. Dustin Gardner covers the state capitol for The Chronicle, and Joe Garofoli is a senior political writer. You can find both of their reporting on sfchronicle.com or on the Chronicle app. Remember to look out for Joe Garofoli here on Fifth Emission later this month. He hosts the podcast It's All Political, which is joining our show. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode. Thanks to you for listening. <laughs> 